Let's talk about your next patient. The next patient was, I thought, an interesting presentation of a 78-year-old female. I actually know her as I treated her husband with CLL, but she's a woman who otherwise has been in very good health, presented with very mild complaints, a little bit of fatigue, had a little bit of anemia, and really nothing too much was found by her primary care physician, and she actually had a full evaluation at an academic center, and except for mild anemia, wasn't really found to have much else. When I saw her, I noticed that she had a mildly low total protein in her blood, and I did further evaluation, and she was actually found to have quite profound hypogammaglobulinemia, but no detectable M protein on serum testing immunofixation or serum protein electrophoresis. However, by free light chain analysis, she was found to have quite significantly elevated lambda free light chains of 256 with a ratio of 0.02. And at that point, I did a bone marrow on her that showed uh, 20 to 25% involvement of her bone marrow by plasma cells. She had normal cytogenics and no evidence of abnormalities on fish panel. She had no evidence of amyloidosis in her bone marrow and underwent a normal cardiac evaluation due to some of her cardiac symptoms that was also negative. She had no evidence of significant proteinuria and had negative imaging of her bones. At that time, her diagnosis was consistent with smoldering myeloma. She did receive a second opinion and it was decided at that point to place her on watchful waiting. So what's her current situation? So right now she has evidence of stable lambda-free light chains that are around the 250 to 300 range. She has complete normal blood counts, normal kidney function, and her symptoms that she did have have completely resolved, and basically she's asymptomatic at this time. So any thoughts about her course? So she's, um, you know, this is the type of patient that's being discussed a lot more in light of the recent trial from the Spanish group in the New England Journal evaluating what they called smoldering myeloma. And I think I completely agree with the idea of observation on this patient. She's a completely asymptomatic patient. She does have the high-risk characteristic, high-risk of conversion characteristic of a very abnormal free light chain ratio and 20 to 25% plasma cells. She's a light chain only, which makes it harder to put her into the true ECOG male risk stratification scoring system. But if you call her a high-risk smolderer, then her median time to progression would be roughly 18 to 24 months. She's done well for, I think, almost a year now, right? right? Yeah, without any change really in her free light chain numbers, which I think is a good sign. I think the data on treating these patients is currently not mature enough. I don't think we have enough data to say she's the kind of patient we should jump into early. There are patients who were treated in that Spanish trial that I think basically had myeloma. We just didn't call it the right name, but they didn't, and not that the Spanish made a mistake, our definition of myeloma was insufficient to serve them well. These patients, I think, are a different kettle of fish, and I think you need a pretty high confidence that they're going to convert within two years to say, I'm going to start you on treatment earlier. Because as you mentioned, this woman feels and looks normal, and anything we do will impact both the way she feels and the way she looks. And it's hard to justify that risk in the absence of any signs of progression. Now, what's the trial that you're doing with ECOG, and would she fit into that? She would, actually, yeah. So this is a randomized phase three trial comparing either lenalidomide alone or observation 
for patients with any smoldering myeloma now. So she would be a great candidate for that study because we'll ask and answer in a randomized fashion, do these people benefit from early therapy? I mean, would you theoretically like to see that trial presented to her? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How do you think she would react to that idea? What's interesting, her husband, who's a retired surgeon, is actually on a clinical trial for his CLL. He actually has been on ibrutinib for wow. two years. Under your um, care? Under my care, together with a physician at MD Anderson. Wow. So, uh, and he's doing well, I'm guessing. And he's doing fantastic. So I think she would be open to that kind of possibility just because of their medical background and the fact that they're able to travel and potentially you know, seek out clinical trials and evaluations at academic centers. But she was seen at an academic center for an opinion, but again, the recommendation was observation. But I mean, would this lady have to go to your center or any other center in order to go in the trial? It's an ECOG trial. Right. So Through the CTEP she could mm-hmm. be? CTEP. Hmm. Interesting. Is that something you thought about with her? No, I haven't, actually. Interesting. Anything else about her case that either one of you want to comment on or about her? Is she another patient who's very well-read and keeping up with everything? I don't think she's... No, both her and her husband don't seem to read too much into myeloma, and she's very happy to go along with whatever you know her physicians are recommending. It's interesting because it appears that the whole reason she came to be diagnosed was probably because of a coincident viral infection. Right. And as that cleared, her symptoms that led to the workup all went away. Wow. But she was still left with the diagnosis right. of smoldering. <laughs> Did she ask you specific questions about what to expect from the future? Have you gone into that with her? No. We've spoken what the indications for treatment may be. And we discussed with her what our general plan was as far as how often we would be monitoring her. And she's comfortable with just that amount of knowledge. So if she were to ask you, Sagar, what should I expect from the future of the next five years, what would you say? Well, I think, you know, based on the risk information we have now, there's no reason to think that if she converts or when she converts, she's going to have an aggressive type of myeloma. So I think she would have an excellent long-term outcome. I think in the interest of minimizing toxicity, we want to wait as long as we can until we need to treat her. 